Hi and welcome in to today's show. Uh, I am Daisy Mack and this is Spiritual Mixtape and today is super special. I'm talking to my friend. That's it. I'm talking to my wonderful friend, Michelle, who also happens to be incredibly clever and my go-to person when I have head-scratching confusing questions I know that she is one a safe space and two someone that will give me soul advice I trust what she's telling me because she is a good person on multiple levels and her life experience and what she does for a living also give me all the benefits and wealth of all of her experience I can't believe how lucky I am so Michelle in her normal life when she's not being like rinsed by her friends for all of her good advice is a conscious leadership advisor and neurosomatic coach which I also feel like I want in my life Michelle I need to hire you too um (laughs) and she's worked at incredible places from LinkedIn to Niatica and all of these things but we met through life through a, a certification actually but that was really where our friendship bedded in and since then I have been asking you many questions many on many topics from how do I organize my work life to and I'm pausing on this because last year I went through a real growth moment with friendship and I'd say that all of my core friendships like the the people who've been with me and I have a long history with are still the same But my work friendships changed and it threw me through a loop and I really didn't know how to navigate it because people simply weren't being what they said on the can. They were saying that they were my friend and that we were having a friendly business relationship and that we just weren't. And and it was... It, it, it honestly, every time something happened, I would be completely thrown off center because it's one thing to expect people in business to do. It's just business, which is one of my, I absolutely hate that phrase. Used to hear it all the time in the music industry. But you just kept giving me all of these soul nuggets and I'm going to hand it over to you but I'm just going to start with the first one that you told me and I I think it actually made me cry when people show you who they are believe them yeah it's it is um you know like you said people a lot of times will say we're friends or we have this relationship or this is just business or you know I want to do these things for you but when their actions and how they show up don't match, um, there is this big disconnect. And I know that it causes kind of all of this internal angst and like people really trying to figure out, well, really, who are you? What does that look like? And so one of the things that I learned a long time ago is people show you who they are. And if you believe them the first time, it tends to cause far less friction and issue. But what happens is we want to believe the version that they put on the can, the version that they are telling us they are or that they're trying to tell the world that they are. 
And, you know, I mean, you and I have had this conversation and this experience of people who to the outside world are saying they're these wonderful, you know, heart centered, soul aligned, um, spiritual beings. And in reality, when you look at their actions and the way that they treat people and the way that things are going, they're, they're just not. And so the faster we can believe who they show us they are, the easier it becomes to say, either this energy isn't for me or I get to limit how much interaction or time I have with this person or this energy because it just doesn't align with who I am. But it's a hard lesson to not believe people who with what they say they are, but rather what they show you they, they're doing. Now, I know what people are going to say as a counter to this because <laughs> I actually heard someone say this to me yesterday. I know who they are behind closed doors and I know who I know who they could be. Yeah. I I don't disagree that there's potential for them to be something else. But the difference for me is especially especially when they're work relationships or they're people who are not your kind of very close friends. That potential could take two days to manifest or it could take 10 years. And do I really want to wait around and find out if they're going to show up as the person they say they are? When they show you that that's not who they are, then we really have to make a choice like, do I want this in my life or am I willing to wait to see if they show up as that person? And most of the time for me in business, especially or in kind of acquaintance relationships, I'm not I'm not in a space to to wait for that to happen. If you've showed me that you're someone different than who you say you are to the outside world, that for me is kind of a lack of integrity. There's a lack Ooh. of kind of I'm actually being really honest about who I am. I I may want to be that person, but I'm not yet. And so when I get to see that, then I get to choose do I want to continue to support someone who isn't in integrity with being who they are and saying who they are? Or do I want to just say this isn't for me? Oh, God, that was deep. The word integrity. <laughs> I, but that's exactly it. I've never really understood. Uh, I understand emotionally what this quote means. I understand because of experience what happens when I don't listen to this quote. But I hadn't been given that one energetic word integrity to understand what's really going on here and it's so simple because I think all of these people as well probably think that they're acting from a place of integrity but it goes to like how their energy smells and of course energy doesn't smell but it's it's <laughs> I've been teaching this and, and you know because you did my my course like I teach about if you could smell people's intentions and it wasn't actually until I was teaching your class where I was just like, oh, yeah, we've had this phrase for a long time. That smells fishy. <laughs> yeah, something's up with this. Like, if you could smell people's integrity or lack thereof, you would know to stay away. And it's, it's so hard, but you really have to believe those little, even if it's the smallest red flag, you have to allow, because this is, I think this is actually going to play into your somatics because you're ignoring what your body is telling you 
when you're seeing those red flags. And if if you're like me, you're a you're a type personality, right? You're you come from this thought place. It's like I have the red flag and I have the feeling, and then my first thought is. Hmm, I don't know. Let me dig in. Let me find out. Let me spend more time with this person. Why? Why do we do that to ourselves? <laughs> why do we? Why why does that happen? Yeah, I think it's I honestly think that we have um we're programmed a lot in life to not trust ourselves. Oh. You were rolling out the nuggets here. No, I know. Uh, especially when you've worked in corporate, right? Like you go into a corporation and they say, align yourself with our mission and values. Oh. Here's the way that we do things. Come be on our side. And you give up the you, the like, I know this isn't the way that I want to go or the thing I want to do. And we just follow it. And we get really used to doing that. So that self-trust gets eroded over time. And then when someone shows you who they are, you're like, mm, well, maybe they'll change or <laughs> they'll do something different. And we just don't like trust that ping in our gut. Can we, this is off topic of friendship, but you've gone there. And I know that this is relevant to, to all of the mini daisies who are still in corporate and listening to this. And I don't mean mini in that sense. I mean, like I was, uh, well, actually 10 years ago, because it's exactly that. We had company missions, we had department missions, we had yearly, quarterly, all of these things where you're just driving towards it. And there were so many points where I'm like, this is not, this is not what I believe that if you allowed me to do it, not my way, but just allowed me to do it without these like scary charging, I'm on a horse charging at these poor, these poor, all people I'm trying to do business with. And I'm like just barreling towards them with what I want. And my mission of like team of assistants and whoever's behind you. It was always just like, can't I just like ride up to them nicely, still be on my horse and like <laughs> do a deal that works for both of us. And it would always be like, no, because we have these eight other things and we have these. And, and if you want your 401k, I was so, I still tried to be spiritual in those environments. I'd go down to psychic sisters and selfridges, which is <laughs> my aura cleansed at lunchtimes. <laughs> Probably helpful. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it was a band aid. It was a band aid. <laughs> but what do you tell people? Because I know that your company mission is to breathe life. A new life into corporate America. How do you tell people moving through the system, you can find yourself, you can have discernment, you can know that your leader in this environment is going to let you down personally, but you can still thrive here, right? Like how do you, because that's a whole bunch of contradictions. It is. What I try to tell people is a couple of things. First and foremost, you have to be centered and grounded in yourself, oh. right? And like, if you can come from this place of, I know me and I'm going to do what's right or wrong for me, and I'm going to be grounded in, does this work for me or not? I get to then be part of companies or part of work that needs to get done or 
delivering on their goals and their mission, but I'm doing it more from a present place, right? I'm like, I get to choose this every day and you are choosing it every day that you stay in a place that's miserable. That's a choice. And regardless of where you are personally, like if you continue to choose to stay there and you can stay grounded and present and give only enough to get the work done, great. If you can't, you got to figure something else out. Mm. But that self-trust is like, if we can build that again, then I think we can say, oh, does this mission align with me? Do I want to be here? And if not, go find a place that you have your purpose, right? You get to be a part of something that you really love and want want to be a part of. Um, but when you lose that self-trust, you lose the capacity to make those present decisions for yourself and you're letting someone else kind of just guide your life. Oh, that that was definitely my experience in, in corporate for sure. Um, so self-trust, and we talked about integrity with when people show you who they are, believe them. And I like to keep repeating it so that people remember <laughs> this phrase because yeah. they will, they will take, they'll listen to this episode and they'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally, I agree. And then they'll get straight into the next business meeting and they'll be like, that person's a dick. And then they'll still, they'll still go back on this. They'll be like, well, let me just give this dick a chance. <laughs> let me just do this. Maybe business. tomorrow he'll be different. <laughs> we'll just get to the end of this project. But it is, it's the reason I'm bringing it back up. It's because you've used the word self or you've used the phrase self-trust. Like if you don't trust yourself, if you don't trust what you're hearing, you're not believing when people show you who they, who they are, believe them. You're like, oh, maybe they'll just that even though he's making me feel or she's making me feel really crap about myself and crap about my work, I'm going to, anyway, so the point of what I'm trying to say is how do you build self-trust? And I know that that's a big episode, but if you were to give people a nugget. Yeah. I would say start with figuring out how to get in touch with your body and your emotions. So I... I spent 25 years in corporate and before I started on kind of a personal development journey and my own transformation, um, I remember a therapist once asking me um, right before I hit a burnout wall, she said, where do you feel that stress in your body? And I was like, mm, I don't know. I have to think about it and I'll get back to you. <laughs> Like I, I was so disconnected from my emotions, from my body, from like any of the things happening. And you and I both know, having been on the bad side of this, right, your body eventually is like, and now we're done and shut down and all the things show up, right? My autoimmune disease and you end up in the hospital and like all the things show up because your body truly is keeping that score, right? It's like adding all those things. And when you don't feel into your body and you don't feel into those emotions, they get stuck and trapped. And eventually your body is going to push them out in some way, shape or form, whatever that looks like. And so if there's anything that I have learned to getting back to the journey of trusting myself, and it's a journey. It is not an over, we didn't get in there overnight. We're not getting out of it overnight. Um, but I would say 
when you can start to get in touch with your emotions and your body. And it's why I'm doing this neurosomatics, right? There's the woo and the why, and there is science behind being able to process and see your emotions and, and feel into things. Then you can say, right, I don't know why this person or this energy is coming to me, but I just trust that there's a reason for me to stay away from it or it's not for me and I'm going to walk away. And that's so much healthier than ruminating in the thoughts and just trusting kind of your intuition, trusting whatever emotions come up, trusting your body when you get that. We all know that feeling when you someone walks in a room and you're like, hmm, I don't know. You want to put a little protective bubble up or something. Then get away. Move, move out. <laughs> Trust it. Uh, Trust it. Michelle, thank you so much for sharing this. I want everyone to remember to be grounded in themselves, to trust their emotions, to get to know their emotions. And do not get to a place where you need someone to be shouting who they truly are for you to believe them. The moment they give you that little sneaky sign, just believe what they've put in front of you. Michelle, thank you so much for coming on today. And I'm really excited to have you on again soon. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that this episode has left you feeling inspired and a little bit more seen. Your life, after all, is a mixtape. And once you learn to play the tracks you want to hear and adjust that volume, you will have the soundtrack of your dreams. To stay connected and continue exploring the mixtape together, you can follow me on Instagram at Spiritual Mixtape. But also, if you have any thoughts for me, any questions or any ideas that you want to share, I'd love to hear from you. You can reach me at hello at spiritualmixtape.com. So until then, my friends, let your inner anthem guide your path.